The Partners in Crime podcast is sponsored by Hey Sugar Shop. Visit Hey Sugar Shop at www.heysugarshop.com or join them on Twitter at Hey Sugar Shop. One bite and you'll be smitten. Hello? What's up, YPD Nation? It's your girl Kayla at Reality PD Bingo. And Donna at the Hick Life. Hey, Donna. How was your week? Are you excited for Live PD to be back? It was so exciting to have Live PD back, and things have been pretty exciting around here because, as you well know, I've got a bit of a snake problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm not liking this one bit. I mean, on the phone with you the other day, you were counting and taking pictures of all the snakes that were slithering across your front yard in bushes, climbing up trees and falling from the roof of your patio. It was like a damn, it it was like a damn horror movie. I mean, when the first one fell off the roof, it kind of hung there. So Mm -hmm. it was kind of swinging. It wasn't as startling. It kind of came down slowly. So I saw it. I prepared for because I'm used to seeing snakes. And mm-hmm. at this point in the conversation, I think I had already seen like two or three. Yes. And they're they're all black racers, every one of them. And, and for anyone who doesn't know what a black racer is, it's a very long, probably around three, four feet long black snake that's very fast. And so that happened. But then as the conversation continues with you, I keep seeing more and more and more. And then when the last one fell off the roof, it fell off in a heap. Like it was like all wound up in a, in a it, it was, it was like a knot that fell yeah, off. Yeah, well, all I remember is that you screamed bloody murder. My hearing mm-hmm. is still returning to normal. I know. Um, I'm pretty sure my eardrums were bleeding at that point. So, yeah, I'm not a fan of this snake situation. I'm not a fan. You know, I've come to the realization that the closest I want to get to nature is watching the Discovery Channel. I'm sorry. I don't do, you know, snakes and bugs and, you know, and you also have bears. I'm, I'm, I don't want to ever come into contact with a bear. Um, yeah, I'm just, I don't like this. I think you need to move back to the city stat. Uh, and I keep saying no, that. Cause you know what I, you know what I like even less than snakes? People. People. <laughs> Uh, so well, now I'll stay right where I am and just, you know, deal with the snakes. It's not a big deal. But how was your week? What's new? Um, let's see. Well, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was almost murdered by my father-in-law. Um, there I was it was very upsetting to me. It was very upsetting to me, too, because, you know, there was a carbon monoxide situation. And um, this week, um, he did not try to kill me in some strange, crazy kind of way. But it's also been very um, humid and hot and in a lot of st- rain lately. So he's been unable to find projects that he feels he needs to do where he, um, you know, does random things like mix chemicals together for a new cleaning solution that will zap the air out of your lungs. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a constant struggle here. And anyone that has an elderly parent... Um, living with them. Um, they completely probably understand what I'm talking about, but so there was, there were, he didn't try and kill me this week. Um, unless you want to count the smell of his horrid cologne, but, (laughs) (laughs) 
Girl, when he walks past me to go, because he still works, which is funny enough in itself, but he will um, walk past because, you know, he thinks the ladies want to smell his overpowering scent of whatever the cologne du jour is. And uh, yeah, and I <sighs> just it's like, like a mixture of you- old spice, old man and axe. It's like that. Mixture. You know, it's it's not that. It's like um, he wears like um, polo, and I've never been a fan of polo. I mean, hello, 1993 called and wants its you know scent of the day back. But um, but it's it's just it's just as breath stealing as him mixing chemicals. It's just like he walks through the house, and it's just like an hour later, you still smell this overpowering scent of just. Yuck. So, you know know who probably also wears polo from the 90s? Who? Quagmire. (laughs) (laughs) Look, you need to calm it down on the quagmire because when he comes back on our show, it's basically going to be a shade fest between you and him. And I'm just going to sit back and just eat my gummy bears and listen to you guys just, you know. It's Whatever. But, well, I hope so, but I, I you know, I'm gonna have to start defending him a little bit. He knows that it's all said with complete respect and adoration. <laughs> so. Well, he well, is let's on get vacation, to live PD. So. We need to get we, we need to start. I know next week I'm excited. Let's get to live PD. Let's talk about let's mm-hmm. start with Friday night. And what I was I was, there's a new department, which is Warwick, Rhode Island, mm-hmm. and that's where we started. Which is, which is outside of Boston, you know, where they drive the car. Yeah. Yeah. I love their accent. So it all started with a foot pursuit, and it started with um, seeing the officer in the car as he's just, you know, describing that he's headed to a foot pursuit. And nothing really came of this. I mean, they got the guy, and it was anticlimactic, all except for the, the accents. No, no, I mean, you're missing. You no, know, you're missing something very. Well, no, there was the something else, but I'm not going to be that one. But you can. Okay, be that well, I'm. Go, you can go I'm there. Gonna, I'll be that one. Okay. I have two words. Uh huh. Officer Curly. <laughs> <laughs> and the first words out of my mouth, because my husband was actually up at this time, and he was listening. I mean, not listening, but he was watching the show for a split second, and. I turned to him and I said, that is the new eye candy for all the ladies of Live PD Nation. Because, I mean, you could almost hear the collective swoon sweep across the nation. When he I was mean, on- he's a new fan favorite. And by fan mm-hmm. favorite, I mean, all the ladies are fanning themselves when they're looking at him. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's easy on the eyes. He, very easy on the eyes. So, yeah, but that was fun. I, I enjoyed, you know, right out the gate. They... I was impressed. I love their canine, Viking. Yes. That's a gorgeous dog. So, um. Dog had an accent when he barked. I heard it. <laughs> was it? It was like. It was, no, it, was, it, no it, wasn't, it wasn't bark. It was bark. It bark. was bark. <laughs> he was barking. He was barking. We're probably going to get some heat from making fun of New England accents, but that's okay. It's fun accents all the time. I love so, it. I love that accent. Yeah, me too. Me too. So 
Then we go from Warwick to one of my favorite incidents of the weekend was in El Paso with officers in Dejas and Snoop Dogg's second cousin, Brenda, who reportedly or supposedly threw her cup of whatever liquid, I don't know if it's Coke, water, whatever it was, supposedly threw it at someone. And Brenda was like, I'm not violent. You know, I'm not violent. And, um, and Zendejas is like, yeah, I know you're not violent. You're always issued. And, you know, she, she loves Officer Zendejas. She loved the cameraman. She loved her second cousin, Snoop Dogg, and gave him a shout out. Oh. So that was fun. But girl, what was up with her hair? Zendejas is like, oh, I like that new, sta- that new hairstyle, you know, or whatever. It's like the, the, the braids all piled up on top like a, a turnip top. But then they kind of did this like fold over bulb. It was very odd. I didn't like I it. I have to correct you. What was up with her wig? That was not her hair. That was a wig. Well, that was her weave. She had her weave done, girl. Well, it her just teeth wasn't were on point. Look. Her teeth you, were on point. Did you did you hear her? Did you hear Zendejas when she was just like, so do you have air conditioning or do you have a swamp cooler? I mean, how how much did you love the fact that Zendejas even knew what a swamp cooler is? I, I'm pretty thrilled know. with this whole situation. <laughs> Being in the South, we know, I mean, a lot of people have swamp coolers, especially in older homes that don't have central heat and air. So it kind of made my day. Yeah. The weird thing to me was that she was at McDonald's and her drink was from McDonald's and she was thrown, you know, accused of throwing her McDonald's drink down. And then she was slurping on a drink that she had gone and refilled Mm -hmm. only to walk next door to Burger King because someone's going to buy her a sandwich at Burger King. Yeah, they had so a two McDonald's. A, a Whopper and a chicken sandwich. Yeah. You can get a Whopper and a chicken sandwich supposedly for six bucks at the Burger King. Yeah. She's like, someone gonna buy me a sandwich. So she's headed over to Burger King right next door. Well, she knows she knows how to work her work her thing, man. She was getting that's three right. drinks and three sandwiches. Well, that's it runs in her family. I was waiting for her to hold up a, a Ziploc bag full of weed like Snoop Dogg does. <laughs> I got the weed. So that was funny. It was fun. Mm-hmm. And from so, there, we're going to go over to yeah. Nye. Because we're excited about Nye this week. <laughs> and um, this lady is in the parking lot. And evidently, some old people thought that she was someone that was yelling at them when, in fact, it was not her. And the old man walks up to her and kicks her in the ass. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly <laughs> what he said, too. I kicked her in the ass. It was so funny. I I was, at first, I was a little confused about what was happening. Were you? I was a little bit confused about where we were going with this and what was happening. Um, but she's out in the parking lot with her cart full of groceries. And she got assaulted by this old couple. And she, her phone rings and it's her flip phone. So she answers her flip phone during the whole thing. And then as it turns out, this, this woman is having the worst day. I mean, first she gets kicked in the ass by, you know, uncle Harvey. And then after that, they find out she's got a warrant. Yeah. She's the one that called the cops and she's got a warrant. So Mm -hmm. off she went. Not a good day for her. Mm -mm. Not a good day for her. Terrible. That was a real kick in the pants. The whole day for her. <laughs> <laughs> what was funny, though, is... Quit chewing. Tech- I can hear you eating. 
Oh, sorry. It's a gummy bear. Okay, I won't eat any more gummy bears while we're doing this. That's a lie, but I'll just hold the phone away from okay. my face. Um, but the funniest thing I thought during that whole incident was Detective Cox, who is our special guest yeah. on this week's podcast. And why do they always handcuff the person? I'm going to ask him this. They always handcuff and detain the person, but then they say, calm down. It's not that big of a deal. Actually, it is because you then told her she was going to jail. So it is a big deal. As someone who has been to jail, even if you're in there for just a few hours, it's kind of a traumatic experience when you think about it. You don't want to be there. You're not prepared. It's not like you get to, you know, shower and pick out a comfortable outfit. Usually you're like looking like she was, you know, when you're errand outfit and just, it's inconvenient. <laughs> I, mean, I was more worried about her cart full of groceries. What's going to happen to that? Oh yeah. That too. That's where my mind always goes. The food. Who's going to protect the food? <laughs> <laughs> what you got girl? What you got? <laughs> Well, he did offer for her to call her mother or someone to come and get it so it wouldn't go bad or be wasted. So that was nice. But, um, yeah. But then we go um, from there over to Greene County. And I don't really want to get into this because I typically don't like talking about Uh potential suicide calls. But what I, I did want to say about this is because I found it very interesting that on Friday night, we had a lot of like just weaponry in the yeah. episode because this one was the guy was um, threatening to kill himself with a bayonet. Um, that seems a little tragic. Like, you know, when I think about ways that people attempt to take their own life or whatever, I, I don't want I don't think of bayonet. No, where would it was extreme. Where would one where would one get a bayonet? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no clue. I I don't know where one would get one. But he was, you know, he was kind of rude. He was they, when they kept telling him that they were going to release the dog. He's like, release your dog, release the dog, release the dog. <laughs> and I really wish we would have seen that happen. But they didn't. They, yeah, they they kind of. I, mean, I mean, he was he had some emotional issues, so they were dealing with him. Mm-hmm. You know, very nicely. Well, here, so they, here I was, know. when I finally saw the knife, the bayonet knife or whatever, when yeah. they said bayonet, I was thinking the whole thing, like the gun with the bayonet attached to yeah, it. Yeah, me too. You know it, I mean? That looked more like a machete to me. And, and, I, and I said, well, a bayonet, the, the knife part of a bayonet is pretty long. It is. So, yeah. So, um, but he, you know, he flung it down on the ground or whatever. And I was, but I was thinking to myself before we actually saw it. How would one do that with a bayonet? Because you'd have to turn the whole gun around. And, you know, like, so I was like this, I don't know. It just seemed really like too much work. And, um, but then they, they, you know, they got him and they handcuffed him and cause he was being kind of aggressive and, you know, in a mood or whatever. So I understood that. And then they tried to talk to him and, you know, it was just weird. A bayonet. We had a bayonet, a machete and a sword on Friday. Yeah. I mean, what was going on? Well, maybe they don't like guns. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess I not. Well, I'll, yeah. 
I'll maybe they're all convicted make- felons and they can't own a gun. Maybe that's what that's it is. Possible. Yes, that's possible. Well, I will tell you what I did like on Friday. And that was in El Paso with the traffic stop with mm-hmm. the taser. Now, yep. uh, first of all, uh, there was like, um, what do you call those um, blockers or bumpers that they put in front of parking spaces so you can't go forward? There were yeah. a bunch of those in front of that car when the cops had pulled, when a they, curb. the yeah, that behind, when they were behind him. So when they go up to the car and they ask him, you know, whatever, and then they ask him to get out and I heard the engine turn over. I said, oh hell. Mm-hmm. And wouldn't you know, well, this that fool, she asked me if he had a gun and that's when the guy decides he's going to take off. When he says, do you have a, do you have a weapon? And that's when the guy gets oh, a did little he say itchy. that? I missed that yeah. part. He said, I just you remember they said, get out of the car. And I heard the engine turn over. Yeah, that's what, that's what happened after. He said, do you have a weapon? And the guy didn't answer him. And he said, get out of the car. And that's when, you know, little Mr. Froggy decides to jump at that point with a police officer jumping inside the car. Yes. And another one trying to help get control of the situation. And the guy takes off. And I'm like, oh, my God, I can't even imagine being in that situation where some maroon is taking off in a vehicle with you in it and doesn't have any regard for your life or safety. Well, then the car stopped and the other officer was able to get up there and he went around to the other side. And all I hear is tase him. So you hear the taser going off. You hear that, you know, that little sound it makes. And then all of a sudden you start hearing "Ah, ah," like that. But my favorite. Right. Did you, I kept looking for the woman in the passenger seat? Me too. The whole time this is happening, I'm like, where's she? I never saw her. Where's she at? And then I thought, well, she must be laying down because I'm here. Ah, ah, ah. And I'm like, where's she at? Where's she at? My, my favorite part. She's squashed over there. <laughs> my favorite part is when he did that final scream and it was like, ah. <laughs> yeah. I was As just like, so excited. Yes. I was like, he's him, tase him. Yes, that was the was sizzle laugh. That. that was the yes. sizzle laugh. He was getting tased in that moment. And then when they get him out of the car, when they finally get him out, he's going to try to be all badass at that point. I'm like, bitch, we already heard you scream like a girl. Don't even try. <laughs> he's like, pick me up. I was like, what? what is up with these people telling officers to pick them up and care? No, fool. Get up off your ass and walk. Be a man. I mean, well, that's like, okay, small fry, not a problem. Because <laughs> he was like two feet tall. We'll pick you mm-hmm. up. All of that was over a pipe and some pills. He didn't even uh-huh. have a weapon. Pipe uh-huh. and pills, like maybe five pill. Seriously, uh-huh. dude, you went through all of that. Showing mm-hmm. your girliness on national television and how and your inability to get tased like a man that you thought you were being mm-hmm. over a pipe and some pills. I was like, mm-mm-mm. He was a complete idiot. Mm-hmm. Idiot. So now he's got all these other charges on him, which is good. Mm-hmm. So he'll be put away for a little while. Oh, people. Let's go to now. Oh, Let's go. <laughs> Let's go to Pinal. This one, man. Yeah, with Deputy McElwain. Mm-hmm. Stop. And the only thing I could think of when I first saw this guy, and we were talking about this earlier, you and I, is Bugs Bunny. And there, there was a bull. on what, when, when Bugs Bunny was bullfighting, I don't know if you remember this one, and there was a bull with a big ring in his nose. 
mm-hmm. who this dude reminded me of straight out of the gate was that bull with the big ring in his nose. Cause this dude is sporting what looked like a door knocker in his nose. Yeah. It was huge. It was big. It was. It, was, it, was, it was quite large. Well, the first thing I thought of when he got out of the car is, oh my God, they've arrested Lil John. Yeah. Because he looked just like Lil John. And not only that, um, I have this thing, as you know, about proportion and balance. It's uh, one of my OCD things. And he appeared to be not in proportion, almost like someone cut him off at the kneecaps. And it was freaking me out. I mean, do you understand? Because I even I even tweeted about this. I was finding it very difficult to pay attention. Yeah, it was it was distracting. Well, also it was very distracting. He's got this huge nose ring that is distracting in and of itself because it was ill proportionate to the rest of him because yes. it was enormous. It was the size of his head. And yeah. then you've got this little teeny short. He was very long waisted. Very <laughs> like, yes. Long waisted down to his knees, long waisted. It, it was quite a look. It was quite, it was, it was yeah. distracting, but yes. even more distracting <clears throat> when he searched. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So McElwain pulls something out of his pocket and doesn't know what it is right off the bat and looks at it and s- s- puts it on the hood of the car. And of course, Kayla, you and I immediately knew what it was, but he says, so McElwain's like, what's that? And he's like, it's a fun time device. <laughs> well, here, here's the thing. This was on Friday and the yeah. item that he had in his pocket is sometimes referred to a donut. And the only thing I thought of was that was taking National Donut Day to a whole new level. So, yeah, so that was that was entertaining. What else he had in his uh, on his person is he tell because Deputy McElwain goes, well, what's this? As he's feeling in his pocket, he goes, oh, those are a couple of vibrators. Yeah, <laughs> he goes, they're small ones. So this guy was really on his way to have some good time fun. He was having he was he was on his way to have some sexy time. Yeah, he's like a Boy Scout when it comes to dirty stuff. With his full, I mean, he's prepared. He's always prepared. He has them in his pocket. Like he said, I need it when I need it. So, mm-hmm. you know, when he needs it, it's there with that vibrator and pocket puss or whatever it is in his pocket. <laughs> did you read his hat, though? I mean, did you read his I did hat? Not, I know. I, I did not see what his hat said. Okay. So here's his hat. His hat says, and I can't say the first word. But it's my it's it starts with an F and ends, ends with an uck. What people think. That's what I his think hat you said. Need that hat. You know, I really do need that hat. And I would wear the hell out of that hat. I and I defend everybody cool. around here with the F word because they all get a case of the damn vapors when they hear the F word. They do, don't they? They do. I mean they really do. They do. <sighs> But he didn't care what people thought. He no, he, he, w- he was just worried about if he was going to be able to get out or n- if there was going to be a bond or not. He didn't care that yeah. all his little, you know, pocket fun was just revealed in front of a TV <laughs> camera. He didn't care about that. <laughs> I mean, you know, fr- Friday was a lot of fun with some. I mean, it, it, it seemed fast paced. It seemed like there was a lot going on. But then when you really look at it. 
it, there weren't very many, because we didn't get a lot of closure on a lot of the incidents. We didn't know what the outcome was because they were flipping back and forth so quickly. Right. Um, that's but, what I, that's what I discovered as I was going back and taking my notes for this mm-hmm. is that we did not get it. We, when they have that many agencies and it was eight, when they had that many mm-hmm. agencies, we will see the beginning of the story, but there's, there were many and it was the majority that we did not see how they ended up. We don't see what happens. We don't get the red bow wrapped up real nice. So I wish they would kind of dot it back and go back to fewer agencies so that we can really see what's happened. And there were a lot of people online, like complaining about certain agencies that were not getting any TV time and they're boring. Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, it's not boring. If they have a slow night, that's a good night. That means officers are getting home to their families and you know, that's a good night. And Mm -hmm. if that's why you're watching live PD, then might I perhaps tell you to go watch the ID channel where somebody always dies because or or spike and they can go watch cops. Exactly. I mean, it's if just kind of ridiculous down crap. Yeah. I mean, just people, you know what? Be- and a lot of these people are newbies. They have not watched live PD from the beginning. They're just jumping on the bandwagon because of all of the, you know, word of mouth and all of the excitement surrounding the show. And they want it to be like cops edited to death with nothing but action. Well, if that's what you want, go over to the spike channel right. and watch cops and leave live PD to the live PD fans. Right. OGs like us, a couple of OGs. Mm -hmm. We've been watching it from the get and we're here to tell you it's where the, where there's not excitement. I can promise you they're going to make up for it somewhere else. So calm Mm -hmm. down because you will, there, there will always be something very interesting and exciting, but if there's not, that's a good thing. We see that as a good thing. Yeah. So step off on that stuff. (laughs) Well, let's move over to Pasco, your neck of the woods. And Deputy Carmack is responding to a call of a guy that has basically gone ninja with a machete on his roommate. And it's because he couldn't find his socks. So when Deputy Carmack pulls up to the scene, you see a man and woman sitting on the side of the driveway or road or whatever. And they want the woman has this large bandage on her knee. And mm-hmm. both hands of the guy are bandaged up because they were waiting on the ambulance to get there to take them to the hospital because the guy actually had to have surgery on both his hands yeah, because of his machete attack. He was actually fending off this guy, this nut job, who was like basically trying to pull, a, you know, Michael Myers on them. Yeah, and he was quite advanced in age. I mean, we were probably the same age as you'd like to point out how old I am. I mean, he was quite advanced in age. And he was able to take on this much younger nutbag who was hacking them away because he couldn't find his damn sock. None of us can find our damn sock, you freaking moron. I know. Don't see us <laughs> hacking people up. Yeah, he seemed a little agitated. You know, when they finally went over to talk to him, he was on the phone with his mother. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a real badass. Thing. Isn't he a yeah. badass? He's on the phone with his mom at that point. That, that whole thing was just, <laughs> I just, you know, I, I get frustrated sometimes. I, I, I feel sometimes that I'd like to, I don't know, maybe not go crazy with the machete on somebody, but at least no. a taser. I don't um, need a weapon. I just want it, my <laughs> urge is to punch someone. I don't need a weapon. 
I just want to beat the dog hell out of somebody. That's all. That's why you need a punching bag. Well, my gym has one, but I need to get some gloves so I can use it because it really seems like it, it seems like it would be very lethargic. Oh, I think, I think it would be perfect for you. Yeah. I need to punch somebody. So Mr. Ninja goes to jail in Pasco, rightly so. Mm-hmm. And then um, we go over to Nye County and it took me a second to understand what was going on because there was there, the original officer was there and he was calling for backup of an officer oh. that understood sovereign citizens right. and the law surrounding that whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is another thing that I want to talk to um, Detective Cox about because he was part of this, this uh, whole incident on Friday. But this guy did not have that they pulled over, did not have a driver's license, had not had one in 12 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and because he said that having a driver's license is a contract. And if right. you don't have a driver's license, you do not have a contract and that you cannot do anything against the law because I did not, I could not follow what he was saying. He was talking a bunch of, you know, googly He sounded goop. like a damn fool is what he sounded like talking all this nonsense. <laughs> I mean, saying that he, I mean, he's saying the law doesn't apply to him. Okay. The law does not apply to you. It applies to all the rest of us in the United States, but it doesn't apply to you because you've decided through this website that you read, right. Through this website that you read that now you have law enforcement, right. That you have a law degree and you know, the constitution and you're sovereign and, and you can interpret things the way you want to interpret them and you can do whatever the hell you want to do. And the law doesn't apply to you. That, that was, that's their attitude. Again, this is where my punching comes in because I just want to punch that person. It's ridiculous. I agree. And I do know that you have a lot of these sovereign citizens that live out in the middle of the desert because they Mm -hmm. they tend to not want to be around people. You also have a large number of sovereign citizens up in like Alaska, out in the wilderness, you know, like, I don't know. The whole thing is, I find it fascinating Mm-hmm. that people actually think like this. And I'm, I want to know more about this. So I'm going to, I'm glad that we have detective Cox coming on today because I want to, I want to pick his brain about this whole situation, but that, had a that private is, property sign in his truck. <laughs> like his truck is private property. You're driving on a public street, but your truck mm-hmm. is private property. Do not trespass private property. What a dip shit. I don't know. What a dip shit. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. He, I mean, and that incident took a long time because they had to wait for the other officer to get there. And then he is, they're going back and forth and the guy's making no sense. The officers, you know, throwing things back at him that make perfect sense. And you have detective Cox is, you know, shows up and he's, you know, he's all like, asking the guy questions too, and like just trying to, you know, have a conversation with him and the guy's all about his contract and it not being legal and he can do, yeah, the whole thing that he was saying. He's a detective. I didn't realize that. Yeah. He's a detective. Oh, okay, cool. Like in what division do you know? Um, I guess we'll find out because remember when, um, Nye first showed up, he was always the one that was wearing jeans and a hoodie and his vest and a ball cap. And he had the full, remember? Yeah. I do remember that. 
Yeah, I actually think that he was also part of that situation in Nye County. Remember when there was like the 18-year-old guy that was being taken away from his parents' house and he had had child pornography on? He and they, yeah, so they did a yeah, testing. that was terrible. I want to ask him if that was him and if that was – I want an update on that and if he can give us one because he's, had, he's been a part of a lot of interesting calls from Nye County, but now yeah. he's – He's wearing the sand-colored uniform, and he has shaved off his beard. And I wanted—I mm-hmm. want to know what prompted that. Inquiring minds. Well, here's what I want. I want you to quit with the gummy bears when we talk to him. Okay. So anyway. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm not eating any. I'm not eating any. I don't have a single bears. thing in my mouth. You are lying. I can hear it. Oh, <laughs> you are. Oh my God. I pause. I don't have anything in my mouth. I don't well, know what it's talking about. <laughs> I don't like having a dry mouth. And gummy bears are perfect for that they just you know they're just perfect in every way professional journalist and you cannot have your mouth full of anything when we are doing this (laughs) podcast have a (laughs) sip of water like every other normal person well my coffee's already gone look get off my junk okay let me have my damn gummy bear. And don't say anything about me saying get off my junk. You know, I already had to listen to that BS last week where you basically got all the troops rounded up to come after me and have a dumb drinking game for every time I said get off my junk. Okay? I get it. But Drinking games bring the community together and they are fun. So I was just trying to be a community leader. Oh, were you? Because I'm going, to start, I'm, going to start, I'm going to start a new drinking game. And mine is, every time Donna mentions how I bring up her age, take a drink. And better yet, if you really want to be drunk, every time Kayla brings up my age, take a drink. <laughs> I hate you. No, you don't. As you chew on that damn gummy bear. El Paso... And we have to be a little serious because this incident really upset me because it was blatant. Officers in Dejas responds to a call of a woman being attacked on the side of the street, basically. Honey, I think, wasn't she just driving down the road and saw it? Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, I don't even think she was responding to a call. She happened to be driving by and saw this. And she gets out of the car. And it is on the sidewalk. And this man is laying on top of this woman, okay? The woman is bleeding from the head. And there are cars going by. This man is sexually assaulting this woman while we are watching, basically. And Officer Stejas is like... assaulting her. I didn't know that. Yeah. He was sexually assaulting her. And he was like, that's my woman. And officer Zendaya is like, get off of her. And she's got her taser pulled. Girl, I wanted her to pull that trigger so bad. I was like, zap him in the crotch. Zap him 40 times in the crotch. And he's like, that's my woman. The woman is crying. She is bleeding from the head. He hit her in the head with a rock. 
And she was lying there and he was on top of her. And when she, when he finally got off of her, you could, well, there was a situation going on in his, in his lower half. Uh, Yes. And I was livid, livid. Okay. Especially when the guy was like, it's my woman. Obviously it wasn't your woman. If you had to hit her in the head with a rock just to be on top of her. Well, I mean, who gets Randy on the side of the road anyway? He's exactly. got cars that's going what, by, and then suddenly, and suddenly he just gets an itch, and he wants it scratched, and yes. it doesn't matter where he's at, and he's just going to overpower her, that's what, that's laying what, on that top of what, her on the side of the road, beating her in the head with a rock so that he can get his way on the side of a busy thoroughfare? Yes. I don't understand this at all. I, you know, I didn't understand it either, and he was all, like, crying and stuff, but yeah. I know like a damn that. sweaty hot dog. When he's sitting there on that ground and he's pouring sweat and he's like, baby, baby, baby. And then he says, look what you did to me. Like it's her fault. Yes. I was, that's the one that makes me crazy. Yes. And let me, and let me just, and I'm just going to keep it short and sweet. The reason I get so worked up about this is because I was sexually assaulted in my early twenties and it was by somebody that I knew and Whenever I see someone try and justify their actions like that, like he, okay, he hits her in the head, he's on top of her, he's doing whatever he's doing, and then he tries to make it hurt. He's victim, he's victim shaming right right there on the spot. And you could just see the the, distaste on Zendejas' face. Like she was like, oh, hell no. Because she, She I mean, I this like a champ. The the way that she waited for backup, the way that Mm -hmm. she kept talking to him, Mm -hmm. the way that she kept trying to keep him focused. Mm-hmm. Because it could have gone, re- he was a big hot dog. Big I mean, guy. he was a big, a big sweaty, nasty ass mf'er. But he was big. She handled that beautifully. Yes, she did. Got and got the victim away from him. She went. You saw yeah. her go over and sit on. And, you know, and you see, you see the wound on her. I mean, like I felt. It doesn't matter what the circumstances are. Like you know, if she were homeless or or whatever. Nobody deserves yeah. to take advantage of another person like that, especially That's in right. a violent way. And that's what pissed me off. That's why I wish Zendejas would have tased him in the crotch repeatedly yeah. until backup got there. Yeah. Because you know what? Yeah. I want, oh God, that just made me so angry. <sighs> it's infuriating. And then one minute he's, he's crying and the next minute he was gritting his teeth. Like mm-hmm. getting angry and then showing his temper. So he, he, he's... I hope that he got a ton of charges. I hope he's put away for a long time. He is repulsive. He's yes. a repulsive. And I, and I hope, I hope there is some kind of, um, therapy or something that, that, that was made available to that woman, no matter what yeah. her circumstances are, because, you know, yeah. just, it was just, it was bad. And I, you know, and it just, I just could not believe that was happening. Like it was just, it just blew my mind. It, it really yeah, did. But that I was, couldn't believe what I was seeing. It was so upsetting because you're seeing him on top of her. And mm-hmm. you're like, what is happening? What are we actually looking at? And then when you realize a couple seconds later what you're actually looking at, it was so upsetting to me. It was. It was. I, I, just, I just wanted him to be taken to a side and, and, and somebody beating the living shit out of him. That's mm-hmm. what I wanted to happen with his friggin' tears. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Acting like he was the victim in this situation. Dude, please. And they all call their women baby. They say, baby, please, baby. Oh, I want to knock his teeth down his throat. Me too. Disgusting. 
Oh God! Right, well, but that's how that's how now, now that's we're all how we ended, up, aren't we? <laughs> that's how we ended Friday night is with that, and then we go into Saturday, which I like to call Classy Chick Night because Wasn't it was it, all about, huh? Wasn't it though? It, over and over, it was just like, mm-hmm. are you? It was redonk. It really yeah. was. Um, we're going to start off again in Warwick with mm-hmm. Officer Curly. And some other officers. Maybe we should just say Officer instead of saying his name. Yeah. He, um, so they are responding to, or he's going in as backup for this drunk chick who's completely acting like an idiot. She's screaming. She's fighting with officers. And they go to handcuff her. And next thing I know, she is falling on the ground. And she gives a full and complete crotch shot of her thong. And, you know, and I'm, it wasn't like, look, all I'm going to say is she could have looked a lot worse, get, you know, with us getting that shot. But um, she Let was just. Let me just say this. Okay. She was a little advanced in age to be trying to pull off a baby doll dress to begin with. So she's got on this baby doll dress and then, and if you're going to wear a baby doll dress, maybe don't have a freaking complete meltdown on the ground when you're sporting this baby doll dress. Cause mm-hmm. the next thing all we see is ass crack and thong in the next minute. And it was like, <laughs> Oh Lord have mercy. She got her damn cheese cutter on and we all have to look at it. Mm-hmm. And if she had a nickname, it would be berserk. Cause she went berserk. Yeah, she did. And as they were, you know, walking her away from the scene or to a car, she's like, pick me up because she was she wanted to sit down. She goes, I'm gonna make you pick me up or whatever while they were trying to take her away. And then she goes, Boston bitches and spits. Now, that's a classy. That was lovely. Yeah, it's always lovely when a female spits like a llama. That's Mm -hmm. always very attractive. Yeah, I I like it when she first started running away. They like when she first started running. (laughs) It was kind of like a skip and a run and a bounce. And I was like, where do you think you're going? Where are you while, going? While she was handcuffed, by the way. <laughs> it's so and funny. She, with, with three, um, you know, officers right there at you. Like, yeah, you're really very athletic men. <laughs> and the whole barefoot on, you know, you don't know what's been on that grass. It was a public space. There could be oh. dog stuff. There could be just any kind of random ooh. And she's some nasty woman spit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that she poor was guy. Like, I felt bad for that dude that was with her, though. He was just like, yeah, she just got mad. She kind of goes crazy when she gets mad. And I'm like, well, she seems, seems like a keeper, dude. Real she, keeper. He won't. He wouldn't do anything to me. It's my fault. And it's just like, okay. I love him. Yeah, at first that kind of annoyed me, you know, that she was assuming responsibility for the whole thing. But then after the way she acted, I was like, Taste her and take her to jail. Just, just, you know, I, I know I seem to get a little excited about the tasing action and wanting everybody to get tased, but sometimes it's just called for. And that was a perfect example of someone that needed to get tased. So well, it's warranted quite often. I mean, it is warranted quite often. So, you know, she, it would have been fun to see her get tased right in her oh, yeah. friggin' cooch where she was showing the world. But well, then the we next go, call. Yeah. Yeah, Speaking we go of coaches. Let's go to the yeah. next one. 
we go from that classy chick to the next classy chick is in Pasco, your neck of the woods, with a traffic stop. <laughs> Wait, drinking game. Every time Kayla says your neck of the woods, <laughs> like I'm like I'm one of these, like everybody in Florida, all these people we see represented on Line PD in Florida, that's what Florida is comprised of. All those people. I know there are exceptions to the rule, but I've yet to see it. You know what I mean? Because um, you are the one that did you not send me a link to a story about the guy who put his um, legless and armless girlfriend in his suitcase to hide her from the car? Like, first of all, (laughs) she wasn't armless. She didn't have any legs. I mean, could you imagine being that? We weren't talking about just a torso with a head. I mean, she had arms. That's what it seemed like. Because first of all, to even be able to just fit a person, even if they're legless in a suitcase, how, I don't even know how. It wasn't a suitcase. One of them Rubbermaid um, storage containers. Oh my, that's even worse. (laughs) Could you imagine being the female that had to deal with the fact that you're other half, because that's not a significant other. That's more like an embarrassment. Puts you in a storage bin. Well, how about <laughs> the fact that she has a warrant for her arrest? Because do you know how she got injured? No, I do you don't. Know how she lost her legs? How? Oh, I'm sorry. Her legs were shot off in a shootout with police in another situation. That's how she lost both of her legs. She was shot by police. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Then you're, you're just, you are proving my point then with the whole Florida thing. I think that happened in another state. Oh, okay. It probably happened in Pasco. So it was a traffic stop. Um, drugs were found. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, the dog, because didn't they pull the dog out and the dog alerted to the car? Because this was yeah, this the guy was, was uh, trying to say that he was being harassed. They were being yes. harassed, and mm-hmm. then he was going to pull the dog out. He goes, "You can't pull the dog out." He goes, "I can pull the dog out on any traffic stop I want to." Yeah. And then if the dog alerts, it's probable cause, and I can search your vehicle. So this guy and this guy is very. This guy they they know him. He's a known problem. Mm-hmm. He's run from them twice. And they, they know him from this. They've dealt with him before. So he's a problem. But let's talk about his woman. Let's talk about her for a minute. Man, the cigarette hanging out her pie hole did me in. It's a cig hole. Here's my tweet. Okay, here's the thing about tweeting. You never know what tweet people are going to like. And I mm-hmm. actually considered deleting this tweet about her because I thought it might be come off as too mean. Girl, this tweet got 500 likes on it. So here was my description of her because she's on her phone mm-hmm. and she's standing there all nonchalant. What on her? Can, can you imagine a, a more weird time to get on the phone and start like texting she, with someone? Yes. Yeah. Well, I thought she was tweeting. And so my tweet said, this is what she's tweeting. Just standing here with a cig hanging out in my cig hole, looking fierce in my crop top and coochie cutters while the cops pick on me. Cause that was her attitude. Like they were being picked on. Yeah, it was. She was. Didn't you think? <sighs> she was real pretty in her little crop crop top and yeah, she was, shorts. Uh, what is up shorts in Florida? Y'all all got swamp ass. Y'all don't need to be wearing those <laughs> damn shorts that don't breathe. 
swamp ass. Oh my god, swamp ass. It's hot as hell here. It's like stepping out in somebody's mouth, and they have no business wearing those shorts that do not breathe. Well, and as they're dealing with those two classy individuals on the side of the road, this guy comes driving by down the road on a riding lawnmower. And I thought to myself, his name was George. Okay. Well, George George was riding his lawnmower down the street. And all I could think of was Florida. You make it too easy. I mean, really, this is a daily occurrence on my street. I am not even, I should sit on my porch and take pictures of the people that ride by my house on a daily basis on their lawnmower. Because it happens every day of my life. I don't Every understand day. that. I, I mean, I, am I missing something? Like, wh- I don't. What What makes these people think that that's an acceptable form of transportation? Yeah. I have no idea. I, they're they're, they're <laughs> just decide they're going to go for a little drive, and they think, oh, "I'm on the lawnmower anyway. Let me just take this." You know, that was his, that was his attitude. He thought he had a. What's the big deal? I don't understand. That is there a problem? What's the problem? I'm riding down the middle of a busy street on my lawnmower is there a problem here i don't see a problem here i just don't (laughs) well that was the second classy chick incident of the night and then we're going to go over to where was it where's the next stop you tell me where the next stop it's still pasco no it is not with the stomach thing yes classy chick of the night number three the chick with the short shorts and the weird stomach. Okay. So she, the call is there's people in this house headbutting each other. So that's the call to begin with. They're in there headbutting each other. So they bring this winner out of the house and Mm-mm-mm. she and her man got into a fight. Now here's what she's wearing. She wearing her damn bread spaghetti strap. She wearing her damn coochie cutter shorts that don't breathe with her swamp ass self. Because, I mean, I know she had swamp ass. But then <laughs> the, 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 I thought we were it was an alien situation where that whatever was in there was fixing to pop out. I thought because the protrusion from her stomach. Look, I actually believed that those pants were so tight and she maybe had recently lost weight, excess skin protruding, you know, because it's like a can of biscuits. You squeeze on one end and it's going to come out the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it looks like to me. But you think it's a hernia. You think she had a hernia. Uh, yes, I think she had a hernia because um, someone brought that to my attention on, um, it was either Twitter or Instagram. And so I had to do a little bit of research and through my research, some of the, you, you never want to Google pictures of women with hernias. I mean, that's just not something you want to do. And <laughs> I mean, I was gagging. It was all, you know what I mean? Like some things just don't need to be Googled. So that's what I'm thinking that it was. I'm thinking that she had a hernia. And if that is the case, why would you wear clothing so tight? To well, where your body just, just fat and gross. I think it was she just had a gut and she's gross. Uh, and why why all these women in my state are choosing to wear these coochie cutter jean, non-breathing, stinking ass shorts is beyond me with their butts hanging out. Nobody wants to see that. We don't want to see it. It's nasty. 
Well, I will check shorts. Y'all, Walmart sells gym shorts. Go get you some gym shorts if you got to wear shorts. They don't they, think they look sexy in gym shorts. They want to wear the tight muffin top, you know, outfit. They think it's sexy. The men, men just cannot resist that look. Men cannot well, she resist. Was with, she was with her man. So, I mean, hey, she has, I mean, they have a point. They usually have a man. Probably head buttered. They, they were, he had to butter her because she's wearing those damn shorts. <laughs> Well, I I will say this. My favorite um, incident of the night that happened in Pasco was we actually got to see an appearance by Corporal Walker. I know. I miss him. He put it on Twitter. He felt like a Bigfoot sighting, a Sasquatch sighting. Sasquatch sighting. (laughs) I, you know what? I want, I have a question for Pasco and you know what? Eventually Pasco is going to come on to our podcast because I have a lot of questions because, you know, it it is very easy to throw shade at Pasco because of the incidents that they have. But I'm curious why they, um, you know, we, the first two episodes or the first two weekends of the season, we saw Corporal Walker and his partner and it was awesome and amazing. And then they were never to be seen again. Well, I don't know. A lot of people have disappeared from Pasco, so I don't know. Well, I know, I know, I know that they're having a, yeah, I know they're having a shake up and that they had some problems there and that the chief or the sheriff is, you know, basically take kicking cleaning buttons, house. taking names. Yeah. Cleaning, cleaning house. house. And, and, yeah. and for the right reasons. I mean, all I have to right. two words, deputy Mercado. That I mean, nasty man. I nasty know, man. God. Y'all read up on him if you don't know what happened with him. But I saw him on police patrol the other night, and I was Me like, too. oh, my Lord, why is he I, still showing up? I know. I, somebody needed to edit. Somebody need, did a bad job editing that episode because, no, he, mm-hmm. shouldn't, he shouldn't be getting any kind of time no. on the show. Well, he's getting whatsoever. time, but just not that kind of okay. time. But we know exactly. he's getting time. Anyway. Yeah. So, but yay for Corporal Walker. I have missed him. And then, um, so we're going to go from there. Now you're going to have to remind me who, what, what, um, the, um, what department the beer over to, that's El Paso. We're going to go over to El Paso where there was a domestic disturbance, um, that mm-hmm. was being in front of a grocery store. And as it turns out, this man, um, was thumping on his wife because she bought the wrong beer. She bought, what was it? Old Milwaukee instead of Bud or something. Yeah, something stupid like that. I want I wanted to body slam this dude. It's like this is when I want Garrow yeah. to step in and body slam. Just and let's just point to him. Hey, um, Deputy Garrow, can you please body slam that person for me? And he just walks up to him and bam, down they go. Yeah. That's and, and, and again, another person that becomes whiny because he was like, I made a mistake. I made a mistake. Yeah. I thumped on you my wife because she got me the wrong beer instead of me walking my own ass into the market and getting my own damn beer. I wanted to be exactly. like, bitch, please. I was like, I'd, you want to leave like me at this some guy to come up to me and try and thump on me for any damn reason, number one. But because mm. I bought you and your lazy butt the wrong kind of beer, if whatever. Uh-uh. I'd have been like, get your narrow ass in that store and buy your own damn beer mm-hmm. right after I clocked him upside the head with his beer after mm-hmm. he hit me. Uh-uh. No. 
So anyway, he went away. You know, for it's, sometimes I think it's amazing that you and I are both married because we are, we are a handful <laughs> and it, ta- it takes a strong individual to deal with women like us because, you know, we're opinionated. Mm-hmm. We pretty much don't have a filter and nope. we were brought and we were brought up in the South where women do not act like that for the most part. So, well, the, we fact do. That we, so the, fa- the fact that we're both married and we sit here and talk about, I would knock the hell out of that guy. Mm-hmm. Touched me. <laughs> but really, I mean, that really, that may not be how Southern women talk, but it is how sub- Southern women do. Because mm-hmm. Southern women will take a certain amount of nonsense before they're done, and Lord help you. Let That's me. I have. I have. Hot. I have a very. I have a very quick story for this. Mm-hmm. My grandmother found out that um, her second husband was a bit of a rolling stone. Mm-hmm. She got in her car, went, found him in the neighborhood in a little group of his friends talking smack or whatever. And she ran him over with her car. Well, you know, rightfully so. He limped until the day he died. (laughs) That's how we do. Grandma didn't play that. Grandma did not play that. That's right. We don't play these games. We get we get damn violent, and nobody's calling the police. (laughs) (laughs) No, this this violence just happens, and nobody's calling the police. It just happens, Mm -hmm. and it's because they did something wrong to deserve Mm -hmm. that. And they invent their someone buying the wrong beer. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and they don't want the embarrassment of everyone knowing that they got their butt whooped by their woman. That's right. So my husband is a very has a very strong personality as well. But there are times when he just knows to be quiet. Especially after being And I know this to be true. Years. I know this to be true. Yeah. He he just shuts his mouth and just doesn't say anything. Because he knows the same way. Yep, he knows that he's he knows there's no controlling me. Right, there's no he'll, controlling. He'll, he'll, he'll try and reel me in every now and then, but ask him how that works out for him. <laughs> <laughs> well, I actually understand that because I try to reel you in too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going from El Paso over to Sladell. Um, which was a pleasant surprise on Saturday because Wasn't we got to, nice see, to see that. Yeah, to see my um, my, you know, he's one of my boyfriends, uh, Jake Morris, and he was looking adorable as always. And there was a situation with a gas station bathroom that was locked, and they had lost the keys, and they didn't know if someone was passed out having an overdose or whatever the case may be. So they're trying to pry. By they, we mean the the girl that worked, the clerk that worked at the store, mm-hmm. called the police because nobody had been in that bathroom for two hours, mm-hmm. and she couldn't find a key and it was locked. So that's where it was. The clerk called because that's yes. important at the end of this story. Yes. So they are trying to figure out a way to open this door. And they finally um, call the fire department because they have all those cool prying tools. So the the fire department. I love seeing the fire department on live PD. Didn't you enjoy that? Yes, because, you know, there's a a healthy rivalry between police and fire departments. Mm -hmm. And um, so they come with their truck and they've got all their tools and they start, I mean, dang, man, that crowbar situation they had that bent that big old metal door back. I was like, I, I need one of those. 
Yeah. Um, they, I mean, they tore that frame all up, but they, long story short, mm-hmm. they pop open the door after, and right before they pop it open, here comes Miss Twinkle Toes. I found the key. Yeah. And I'm like, are you, oh dear Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And then the key wouldn't work because they had already finagled, fajangled the door. Right. You know what I mean? So they had to continue prying it open and then it pops open and it was like Geraldo Rivera in Al Capone's vault. Not a damn thing. Nobody was in there passed out from an overdose. Thank God. But it was just like, you know, you're in that bathroom, but pee stain and mold. That's Mm -hmm. it. Nothing else in there. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, not that I wanted to see a dead body or anything. I mean, that's pretty morbid, but yeah. You know, but you know, it was, it was, all, it was anticlimactic, but at least what? we did get to, see, get to see team Sladell. So, and Jake Moore. So I was happy about that. Hi, that Jake. Good. I hope you're listening. He's my BFF. Yeah. That was sweet. <laughs> Cause I know he's listening. <laughs> Why don't you do your sexy voice? Hi, Jake. Hi, Jay. Hey, Kayla, your bestie. I miss you on live PD. Come back, Team Slidell. <laughs> Lord, Lord. And then, it, and then it's just like, rah, rah, once I start laughing. <laughs> yeah. I admit I have a cackle. I can't help it. And, I, and you have made me self-conscious about it, but whatevs. Did you get somebody messaging you about your sexy laugh this week? Oh, they didn't use the word sexy laugh, but they did say that they liked my laugh. Okay. So I think there was more to it than that, but we'll just leave it there. I'm just happy that nobody messages me and tells me that they love my loud ass voice. Okay. So now we're going to go to Penal. Now this was a fun, uh, <laughs> Good a grief. family, another domestic disturbance between a family, and it's like, okay, so it was. Well, it started like, out. I mean, she's running all over the place trying to find which house to go to, and it was like, because she's back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, trying to find the place. And then she finally gets inside of a house, and it's literally like. What's that, um, that wrestling, like WrestleMania, it's like WrestleMania up in this, uh, house, the mom and dad are fighting and they're, you know, older and it's in the backyard. Yeah. They're in, they're in the backyard and it's their, it's their grandkids birthday party. So the whole family's there and the, the adult daughter is trying to get between them and they're just. The, the stepmom had had way too much to drink. The dad was trying to control her. It just, things got out of hand. And next thing you know, dad gets hogtied and stepmom does a face plant into a car door. Now let's talk well, about wait, this. Wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's talk about her coming out of the house. First yes, of all, because people, she's people being throwing some tude at okay. people that were talking about this face plant. I want to, right. First this. of all, when she gets the perp walk, she, my first thought when I see her, she looks like a jacked up fear Fawcett, the bad years. Okay, mm-hmm. first of all, that's what she looked like. And then her face is covered with blood. But this then she looks like a baby giraffe because she can't walk. Like yeah. she was a just born giraffe who can't quite stand up yet. 
So as the uh, officer is carrying her, she stumbles and face plants right into a vehicle. Now, on Twitter, because I, of course, had to make a joke about it, people started saying that the officer shoved her face into that vehicle, that shoved her, pushed her into the vehicle, slammed her face into the vehicle on purpose. That is the biggest bunch of horse shit I've ever heard. We rewind it and watch it again. Yeah. She stumbled and tripped and yep. hit and face planted her own damn self into that car door. Yep. And it made me laugh because she, she, act, she didn't feel it. She didn't feel it. She was so drunk. She didn't feel it. She bounced right back up. Like it was no big deal. I would have been laying on the ground crying. Mm-mm-mm. The reason it was funny was because she did it to herself. She's acting a mm-hmm. fool. She was cussing and screaming. Okay. Right prior to this, she was resisting arrest. She was acting like a crazy person. And then people are going to say that it was po- police brutality. You know what? Go on with that. Sexual intercourse off, people, because that is not what happened at all. We all watched it. Sexual intercourse off. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to say the clean version of what I wanted to say, because that is not at all what happened. So all you people that came at me on Twitter, sexual intercourse off. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Let's, you know, they both went to jail. They went to, they both went to jail. Um. And then we are, I don't know where this incident took place because I don't have it on my notes, but the guy that was singing Kryptonite and just, and totally destroyed the song. That was in Quagmire. Okay. While Quagmire was in the Bahamas at Atlantis feeding Mm -hmm. bread and carrots to swimming pigs, his uh, co-workers were dealing with crazy people who thought that they were um, on America's Got Talent butchering a three doors down song and uh yeah that was fun that's all i have to say about that really i was just like because there's well, like it was, it was we'll just kind of weird because like when she walked up to him she's like um talking to him and he's just answering in these very staccato type the way that he answered the questions and she's like well what's in your pocket can i check your pocket you may not it's a cigarette well let me see yeah you may not She's like, you're not going to like pull it out. No, miss. And then all of a sudden she goes, well, can you sing me a song? And then he's like, yes. <laughs> and she's like, well, what are you going to sing? Uh, how about some three doors down? Then he started singing. Oh, Lord. And I'm not a fan of three doors down. So, um, you know, but when he actually butchered a song that I already didn't like, I know. it was tragic. It really was. It was like as if it, that song couldn't get any worse. Now we have to listen <laughs> to this rendition. <laughs> well, um, so we go from there and then we go to the crime of the week. And this one was funny because not only is it the crime of the week, which is usually like idiots, you know, up yeah. for the Darwin Awards. But this one took place in Antioch, Tennessee. Mm. And You're Antioch... Kayla, yes, your neck of the woods. Yes, your neck of the woods. Your neck of the woods. Your neck of the woods. I have to just say it while I can. Your neck of the woods. Okay, go ahead. I get it, Mildred. It's my neck of the woods. <laughs> so this incident happened outside of Nashville, in Antioch, which is you know like in a neighboring town, and these two um, Einstein 
knuckleheads. Yes, knuckleheads decide they're going to steal a car. And in this car is a video camera that is, I guess it's some kind of det- like theft it's deterrent. Yeah, it's a dash cam. Oh, a dash cam. Okay, so they they steal this car with a dash cam. And it's like, they're all like, you know, tr- stealing the car, they're driving away or whatever. And then one the, the passenger notices the dash cam and is like, he looks at it, but then he looks away, but then he looks again, he goes, oh, and it's a camera and they, Get out of the car, get out of the car, get out of the yeah, car. They get grab out of the it, car. he throws it down the, you know, on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, get out of the car, you know, whatever. Well, these two idiots get arrested because it was like perfect. They didn't destroy. Well, the did camera. you hear how the camera was found? Mm-mm. The guy whose car was carjacked decided to retrace the whole situation the next day. Mm-hmm. So he's walking down the road and finds the dash cam laying on the oh, side wow. of the road. So he gave the dash cam to the police who then were able to see it. And then that's how they were captured. And Tom called them two doofuses, which I would agree with that. They were two doofuses. You know, I've been called a doofus every now and then because of, you know, scatterbrain things I do. And I, and I usually respond, well, you're a dork, but (laughs) so I I took a little, you know, I, whatever, I didn't like (laughs) I fall into the category. They they were they they were doofuses. Um, well, knucklehead is better. Okay, so we'll call them knucklehead. Yes. Well, that's pretty much everything from Saturday. But I want to talk about this little tease that Live PD did over the weekend with breaking news. Live PD is going to start at an all time, you know, earlier. I mean, it's going to start at an earlier time. One night only, Saturday, 8 p.m. I got so excited. I was just like, oh, my God, there's going to be four hours of live PD. And I tweeted that. Right. Because that was all the information we were given. Right. Imagine my surprise when everyone's like, well, I just checked the the TV guide. And it says that the show's only on from 8 to 10. And I was like, what kind of tomfoolery is this? Right. They failed to give us all the information. So I run with a tweet about a four-hour episode of Live PD only to realize that it's a lie and that we're only going to get a two-hour episode on Saturday because of something, some stupid two-day show about John Gotti. I don't give a crap about Gotti. I watch The Sopranos. That's all I need. You Nobody know, gives I mean, a rat's ass about Gotti. And here's what I don't, I don't understand. Don't. This is your top earner, okay? Live PD is your top earner. And the reason for that is that because of all of us, we mm-hmm. are Live PD Nation. We watch this show. Mm-hmm. We we got the word out on Twitter. It's built and built and built and built. We tell every, everybody we know, every single member of Live PD Nation tells people to watch this show. So mm-hmm. the, your number one rated show, basically your bread and butter, and you're telling us that you're going to jip us an hour of the show because of a John Gotti special. I hope the ratings tank on that special. I well, hope this Nation says, screw this. I'm not watching this crap. From what I've and seen, it, you know, a lot so of they, people they are saying it, that. Yeah, they cut it an hour. They start it early. Don't they know that we have 
a route, a live PD routine. Everybody yeah. goes out and has dinner and everything and is our home by eight o'clock. So they can relax and fix their coffee or whatever it is they need to stay up for three hours and watch live PD at nine. Right. So you're going to mess with our routine. You're already jacking up with the format. Now we have eight departments instead of six. You're flipping here, there, and everywhere. We never get any closure on the incidents. We don't know what the outcomes are. Rarely Dan will tell us an update. You know what I mean? And it's like, stop messing with what works. And it's don't give broken. us, don't, and don't, yeah, and don't jack us with a two hour episode, especially when Zendejas is going to be in studio. So you're taking right. an hour away from her. I mean, right. come on. Well, I mean, treat us like we're a little smarter than this, okay? We are the same people that help find missing children. We are the same people that see somebody throw drugs out of a window and, and let you know that, hey, that guy tossed some drugs. You might want to go back and look. We are, the Lapidi Nation, we are a bunch of smart people. And then when you try to trick us with that whole, we start at eight, like we were getting an extra hour, and then you mm -hmm. pull the rug out from underneath us and tell mm -hmm. us that we're not going to get that out. Not only are we not going to get an extra hour, we're going to get an hour less. And then Dan, and then send Dan out to tell us this via tweet. Yeah, because they failed to give us the information in the damn yeah. commercial. So then Dan has to come clarify, then Dan gets all the heat for it. Dan's the fall guy. I don't know. It just, it, it's really annoying to me. Look, we understand when you need breaks. We understood you, you needed two weeks off. We got it. Okay. No problem. You just come back and you want to pull this nonsense. For a John, John Gotti special. Who cares about John Gotti? Nobody gives a shit about the mafia. They're so 1980. Nobody cares. I don't care. So, you know what, either. I'm going to pout on Saturday Me and too. I hope, and I hope they notice it. Well, <laughs> I know they're not going to, but still, damn it, man. And once I you put it every out one there, of my tweets in mafia speak, every single one of my tweets about live PD on Saturday night will be in mafia speak. That means you're not tweeting, right? No, it, no, I'm tweeting and it's all going to sound like an idi idiotic mafia speak speak because that's what they want us to watch that we're not going to watch it's my stitches. way of saying this is bullshit snitches get stitches and wind up in ditches that's right. what i'm going to fishes and sleep with the fishes that's that's mm -hmm. what that's where somebody needs to be doing some ditching snitching whatever who made the decision the to fishes. do this crap ridiculous and it's really gank, stupid gank us an hour and start an hour early oh yeah smart move there Even they are really like misunderstanding live pd nation because if you think live pd nation is going to sit say oh well we're just going to stay on this channel and watch this garbage after you just piss them off they're not going to mm -hmm. they do not understand their demo our demographic at all well i'll be watching the cartoon network I'll be watching forensic files or something that put me to my ass to sleep. Cause I damn sure ain't watching that. Joe Kenda. <laughs> Joe Kenda. My, my, my. I, well, my. well, well, well. So let's we talk about our here? followers. Cause we have some exciting breaking news. Yes, for We are over a thousand followers in just, um, you know, in just a couple of months. Well, it's been like four months, but just make sure that you, 
you know, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And that you, if you have ever have any questions for us or comments or concerns, whatever, don't hesitate to message us because I, I will address them. If you think, I, if you think I say, um, too much, or if you think Donna, you know, I think you say, you know, too much. You I know? do. I do say you know. I I do. I but I know that. And every time, and every time I try and be that I'm that I try and be mindful of that. You know, like notice that I'm saying it and try and say something else. I you know I I stumble and I screw up and then I'm like little 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 little. You know what I mean? I don't. It's. <clears throat> if one, I'm if just one, giving you a hard time. I we both have our things. We know. We both have our things. We already know. We have already addressed. We know this. PayPal. Look, we know. We, the number one thing that you should know about our podcast is that Donna and I are live PD super fans. Mm-hmm. We thoroughly enjoy watching the show. We love throwing shade at the idiots on the show. We love. We talk about it almost every single day when we have our conversations, and so we try and. Like, it's not like people that don't are just kind of half butt watch the show or, you know, right. you know what I mean? We are like full on in it. So our enthusiasm sometimes gets the best of us, but come on, it's genuine people. And we are excited about the guests and what happens and talking to you guys. So <clears throat> get off our junk, just listen and be happy and take yeah. that. So I say, get off my junk. <laughs> Well, that's our recap for this week. It's so nice outside. Maybe we should go out and work on our tans. Yeah, maybe I should because I don't have one at all. Oh, whatever. I could use a little color. So, all right. Well, this was fun. Yeah, you guys stay tuned. We're going to have Detective Cox from Nye County coming up for our interview. Hey, how's it going? Detective Cox Hi. from Nye County. Hi, Detective Hi, Cox. Hi. How's it going? It's going great. Hey. How are you? It's it's early for me, but I'm doing all right. So okay. the first question that we have, and it's it's typically our always it's always our first question is how did you get started in law enforcement, and I personally want to know what type of detective you are. Okay, okay. Um, well, my uh, my my grandpa was a a robbery detective for LVMPD Las Vegas Metro, and uh, he, he'd he'd come and I'd go visit him and he'd tell stories and I said, man, that sounds that sounds exciting. Something, something I'd want to do. And I remember being a little kid and him, him telling the stories and just growing up probably in Las Vegas and all the crime and the craziness that that city has. I mm-hmm. thought it'd be a pretty, uh, cool, noble profession to have. And, um, you know, I, I couldn't see myself doing anything else. Hmm. I, I, I like it. I'm a, um, basically I work, uh, I work a plainclothes unit out here in Nye County. I do mostly, uh, narcotics and major mm-hmm. crimes. So oh, wow. I'm like wow. the face of our, uh, our narcotics unit. I'm basically the guy that goes and meets the, uh, I go out, I meet informants, I do jail interviews. And if we have like a string of, uh, I just, uh, I just solved a case where we had five armed robberies out here and I was involved in that. I was the lead detective and I, I basically respond to major, major crimes. I, dr- I drive an unmarked vehicle normally. And uh, oh, wow. I handle all the 
the plain clothes stuff. Yeah, that's it's pretty fun. It's pretty exciting. That, that is they, pretty cool. I have pull, to say, <laughs> I get a little taste of everything. I got to uh, a, a couple years back. I did a um, I did a segment on cops where our our, uh, our GA GA division was doing a basically a child porn sting, and I put a wig oh. on and uh, <laughs> that was, uh, I met a predator at a undisclosed location and uh he showed up and i got to arrest him and he, he sees this bearded tattooed guy it was pretty uh, <laughs> it was pretty funny it's pretty shocking his face i'll never forget it but uh it's, yeah. it's neat it, you know i i make my own schedule i work a lot of hours i get called out a lot we uh we're very it's very active here um mm-hmm. there's always something going on so i get i get called out quite a bit to to come do the do the, the calls and the the major the major events well, yes, there's there's something. Yeah, there's some whole list of questions now. Cool. <laughs> that's that's something. That's something about the desert. Is that's where the crazies go to live. It's like you there's know, there's you out have, here, yeah, yeah. I mean, you have all those wow. little weird com- compounds out in you know Arizona, Nevada, New Mexico desert areas where <laughs> you know the people we that get, don't want to yeah. be bothered. We get both people. I mean, we get, because we're so close to Vegas, we're literally 40 minutes away from Vegas. Mm-hmm. 30, 40. Depends how you drive. Uh, we're, we're right next to Vegas, and then we're right next to California. Yeah. So we're like a, a haven for people to come hide. I mean, Prump's nice. It's, it's, got, it's, got, it's, it's got its own gyms and stuff like that, but we get a lot of people that come from both California and Vegas to come out here and hide. Mm-hmm. So I think that's part of the reason we're so active. Yeah, because yeah, you, you guys have got that. Weird, you've got more weirdness in Florida. I mean, we're always the ones that get the bad raps for all the weirdness. But hey, y'all get your share. That's for sure. Yeah, you guys at Florida's <laughs> Pasco seems like an awesome <laughs> place. It seems very, very active. I've uh, it's I've, something uh, seen show with them. Yeah, I said, wow, man, that I can I can definitely uh, relate to some of the stuff they have to deal with the uh, day on yeah. and the day out. So. And what's so funny is the fact that it's a lot less um, action on the show in Pasco this this second part of the season than it was in the first part. Because when it was last yeah, summer, that, I mean, it was ridiculous. <laughs> I I bet, and that's and that's the I think that kind of handicaps us because when the show goes off is kind of when it really starts picking up out here. Yeah, due to the, yeah. the time change. So. We're we're more of the uh, when we're aired, it's more the dormant hours because our prime time is nine o'clock, and the the time change is uh, I right. think it kind of handicaps us a little bit with the uh, with the show showing kind of the the mainstream stuff that happens here on the weekend. Right. Yeah, but you got you guys have some um, earlier segments that they air that are pretty awesome, and then you guys also do a lot of the stuff where. You know, it it does because everybody really kind of thinks it's oh, it's traffic stops or you know, you know, murders and stuff like that. But it's also a lot of little stuff, and I like seeing that because people get just as crazy over the little stuff as they do the big stuff. So you're right. You know, you, you are. I mean, I've had nine one one disconnects that have gone to full blown fights. To, you know, to you'll get a shots fired call and it'll be somebody shooting off firecrackers. You know, you never know, and right. that's what's. You know, you always have to be ready because the most call can turn into crap right away. Yeah. Well, I have a question, and, and this is about your sheriff. 
What's it like to work for a department that's headed by a female sheriff? Um, she's awesome. She she's very supportive. Um, she likes to get her hands dirty. She shows up awesome. on a, you know, well, she 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 doesn't show up to everything because she can't. She's 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 real busy. Uh, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll say, hey, we're hitting this house. We're gonna we're gonna hit a warrant. She goes, oh, okay, cool, I'll go. You know, it's nice to to have that support of the actual. You know the sheriff, the one, the the one in charge of the the whole county, to come out and back you up and and you know get her hands dirty. I think that's pretty neat. Uh, she she treats us. She's one of the cops. You know she treats us with the same respect, and I, I think I think it's pretty awesome. I think she does a w- really good job. Cool. We've seen I her on the should. show, and it's yeah, really we cool. have. Yeah, it's because she you know yeah, she's a badass. I mean, she comes out there. She's... <laughs> She's ready to go. I mean, it's really cool. No, yeah, she's a little older, so it's kind of it's. I mean, she's been in law enforcement forever, but it's it's pretty cool that she comes out and still is willing to get down and dirty and you know come out with the the ground troops and and arrest the you know the rest of the bad guys. And she she uh, she lets us do what we need to do, and she lets us go out there and and take care of business. And I, I really respect her for that. I think it's awesome. Yeah, one of the. Um earlier episodes where you guys were featured in it. So I think it was one of the first episodes where I noticed you because you weren't, you were in plain clothes. You weren't in a uniform. Yeah. And it was, it was the, you guys were going to a house to arrest an 18 year old who was involved or had child porn on his computer or something like that. Yes. Yes. Can Uh, you give us any kind of update or, not, I mean, not anything that you can't say, but I was just curious about that because he was 18 years old and I didn't, cause see, this is what the show doesn't tell us. It doesn't give us any real details like, okay, well, was it child porn because the girl was 16 instead of 17 or was it like a little boy that was two, you know what I mean? So I was just, I was curious, especially with him being 18. I mean, that's just barely legal. I just thought for his mother. I just Me was too. I was, yeah. I can't even imagine. Um, so I was you know. Just, I assisted the uh, we have a because we have a couple different detective divisions and that that was a, that case was done by my partner Detective West Fancher out of the General Assignment Division. I believe um, I believe what he was doing is he was basically posting sexual uh, pictures of underage girls from that are that are in high school. Oh, and okay. He was, he was blasting them on the internet for mm. all to see. So that it, it was, it ranged, I think, I think the youngest was 12. I think there was some middle school <sighs> children in there as well. And, uh, you know, he, he, he's going through the process just like everyone else when they get arrested. Yeah. And he, uh, he definitely realizes he made a, a grave mistake, but there's, you know, he's, he's got some growing up to do. Yeah. Um, and then he he's realizing to, he's, he's learning that there are consequences. Yeah, and I, so. I did. I, I'm with you guys. I felt for the family, and and sometimes it sucks. And to explain to the loved ones what's going on, because it's right. the shock, and you can see the the fear and the the unknown in their eyes. And you know, it's nothing they did, but it affects them. You know, if if yep. you know their kid is their kids facing these serious felony charges. They now have wow. to deal with it. I mean, they have to 
now take over all their finances and their the well-being and you always worry about you know it's your child that they'll never stop being their child and yeah. i think that's the most challenging part just sitting down and explaining to the family and and i am I, you you want to be empathetic and you know he messed up he did a bad thing but you know we can't we can't judge the other family members or other people that way right exactly and i think that makes it tough sometimes talking talking to those people individually and explaining to them because everybody handles things differently mm-hmm. you know some people break down some people are in shock and some people get violent and that's mm-hmm. it, you never know and it's it's that's why you have to be that's why we go even on a something like that would we basically call a we call like a low we call it like a low key warrant you know going in it's not a um you know the guy's not a gang member or a, a heavy mm-hmm. drug user but we still take an adequate number of cops because we just never know with the family and how the suspect's going to react and yeah right it uh it's always scary it's always the unknown I think we I think we saw in that incident that he realized he messed up and he did. Yeah, it was it was just the way you were talking to him. And you know the the weird thing is especially with like social me- social media now, kids don't realize that the stuff they do which they think there's you know, well, I'm just going to get at these people for whatever reason he did that. And they think it's just, you know, whatever, because they see it so much on social media. You see people just blast random strangers or people that they don't like and try and find embarrassing, compromising position, you know, photographs on people. And they, they just post it everywhere and they don't think about the consequences of them doing something like that. So I think, I think it kind of hit him, (laughs) especially when his mom was like, look, you did this. You just ruined your life at 18. Yeah, and the I, I don't know. I was I'm 34. I was coming into you know cell phones started when I was in high school, and the internet's forever. And I don't think the younger generation realizes that. And you see it right. every day in what we deal with, and they don't understand that a these images or these messages and these threats that you post and stuff. It's it there's a digital imprint somewhere. You can erase it, but it'll there's a digital imprint and I don't right. think they take that into accountability. And it's just the, to see it evolve has been, has been unreal. It's been crazy. Donna, did you um, hear him when he said that um, even if you erase a picture, there's a digital imprint? <coughs> yes. Kayla, did you hear that? Did you hear that? Did you make a note? Uh-oh. I hear, uh, I sense, uh, <laughs> I sense some guilt. I'm a little old to be doing this thing. You're much younger than me, as you'd like to remind people, Kayla. I know. Yeah, no. No worries on this end. Trust me. (laughs) Oh, the shade, the shade. (laughs) Um, I can tell you guys are good friends. (laughs) <laughs> yes, we are. We are. Good we are. Um, you know, that brings me to my next question. And actually, I was going to save this one for later, but I'm just curious. Okay, it's a two-parter. First, what made you ditch your beard? And have you noticed my hashtag bring back the beard? Because <laughs> I'm making it my mission for you to grow this back the beard. This girl is obsessed with your facial hair, okay? She's just obsessed with I, it. Uh, I, lo- I love my beard. I, I, I do. Um but uh, I was uh, I was approached to uh, to be on the show, and that's why I wear a uniform during the show, just because we, you know, I, I feel as well. It's more, 
it's professional to wear the uniform when I'm on the show, and I, it's something that needs to be done. I, I believe uh, I believe I should not have it while I'm doing it, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully I'm allowed to grow it out sometime soon again. <laughs> yeah, I, I miss, don't I like this answer. Too. I don't like this answer at all. <laughs> I mean, have you, have you not? Have you not you seen? You look great without. The, wait, wait. You look great without the beard. It's just that a lot of people cannot pull off a beard. Exactly. Exactly. And, and pull off yes. a beard really well. So we're we're team beard. Yeah, yeah and, pl- and plus you have a red uh, you know you have red. Ginger, he's a ginger. Yeah, you're a yeah, ginger they, so it's like perfect. Y- it's my nobody knew I had any any gingerness going on and my partner gives me <laughs> shit all the time and he calls me a ginger cuz my hair is brown. And my facial hair is red, and man, I I have not lived it down. I have never. <laughs> it's just a constant, uh, constant reminder. So Logan Gibbs, if you're listening, you know, I you you definitely remind me every day about my gingerness. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I bet I bet you love Kiss a Ginger Day. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I've never heard. What is that about? I've never heard. Kiss that. a ginger day. Are it's actually serious? a day where what? people. No, are what day is that? To kiss uh, a ginger. It's. The, I forget what day. I think it's. Isn't it in October? I. Th- uh, I don't know. It's the it's exact day. I know it was. A I few wasn't. Ago. Yeah, yeah. You're, and so you basically, as you know, you're supposed to kiss all the gingers you see because you know you guys are kind of a rare breed. <laughs> that <laughs> so. is true. Man, if that happened, my wife would. My wife, my wife's a detective too. My wife, she, she, she would not be happy about that day. So, so. Well, I don't blame her, and we're both wives, and we would not like it if somebody was kissing on our husbands either. She, she would lock me. She would lock me in the house and not let me come out that day. That's right. You're on house arrest on Kiss a Ginger Day. You're not going anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you stay home. You're taking a sick day. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> no, yep. I, but but to answer your question, I miss my beard. Uh, I'm probably going to grow it back here pretty soon. You know what? Um, our producer just let me know that kiss. This is kind of funny, Donna. You'll get a kick out of this. That kiss a ginger day is January 12th. That's my birthday. <laughs> oh, funny. That's nice. funny. Oh Too bad you're not God, a ginger. No, but I can go find some and kiss some. I don't know how my husband would feel about that, but. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let, let's reel it back into the professional journalists that we are. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I got the giggles now. Okay, so you basically answered my second part because I wanted to know why you're wearing the uniform instead of your jeans, but it's okay. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to be too salty about it. I just wanted to let you know, um, have you noticed that this other officer, actually the sheriff, Pinal? Oh, yeah. Yes. He, his jeans and belt buckle and boots and hat. I mean, you know, I'm just saying, you know, he looks just sharp. think about it. He does. <laughs> he looks very sharp. He looks very sharp. Yeah. I've, uh, we got some, uh, we, we filmed some really exciting stuff uh, last week here. That's going to be a, a pre-recorded segments that are going to air on the show that are uh, that are pretty good. So I, I got my jeans on and my uh, okay, ball awesome. cap on that one. So. Okay, <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm I'm happy now. I'm happy now. <laughs> um, so this this past weekend on the show, you guys ran into or pulled over someone who was a 
sovereign citizen. And I have a few questions about this incident because a lot of people may not know what a sovereign citizen is. But my question is, if you could explain it to us and, you know, we're just kind of like in layman's terms. And then also the the initial officer that pulled the guy over he was he called for backup and he referred to it as like the an officer that knew how to deal with sovereign citizens so do you guys have a, a specialized department for that or what was that deal because do you guys really have that many that you have an actual well, officer that you know that's his niche there, there's um Deputy Lay and I are we we're um, we interview lots lots of people. We have a lot of interactions with people. We do have a lot of sovereign citizens out here. Basically, what sovereigns are and um, basically laymen's is they don't they they believe they're free that they don't have to abide by paying registration, paying for a driver's license. That they're not not anti-government, but basically anti anti the the status quo they they feel that they should not owe the you know they should feel they should not have to owe to to have a license or pay registration they feel they can just they're they're not uh they're not traveling for they say traveling for, for commerce for business so they don't feel they necessary to get those things and that's just not it's not right and some we've had extreme extreme cases where they won't roll down the window or provide ID and, and then we end up having to do what we have to do, but mm-hmm. to uh, take them into custody. Um, he was more passive aggressive. He didn't really want to, um, he, he didn't want to fight or he wasn't violent, but he same thing. He doesn't believe what we're doing is right. Um, the the uh, the other scenario with the troop, like you said, he was trying to basically intimidate Deputy Lay and I into <laughs> letting him go because of the uh, <laughs> Nevada Highway right. Patrol trooper didn't arrest him, and he was he he informed Deputy Lay and I that we would owe him fifty grand each. Oh my you goodness! Know, <laughs> you know, between the show and the jail, he had uh, made it clear to us to basically try to intimidate us from doing our job and. You know, it's not fair to write somebody a ticket that doesn't have a license is not not acting like that to to the same like him. He's acting like that, but now he's trying to intimidate us from doing our job, saying making him basically special, and 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 he's not. He's not any different to anybody else that doesn't have a driver's license. He needs to get a license to operate a car. Right. I mean, he. They act like they're above the law, that the law doesn't apply to them, but yet they want to quote what they, how they interpret the law. It's ridiculous to watch. It's just, they're, they're ridiculous. And it's such, yeah, it's such a waste of your time to have to deal with them. It's frustrating, especially for newer officers. Um, they, they try to challenge and question their knowledge on the law and that. You know, it's it gets caught second guessing, and that's mm-hmm. how you can get hurt. And, and I, I, it's just bad news. I mean, he said he wasn't sovereign, but they all have the same as different groups, and they call themselves different things. And there's there's a lot of them, um, but they all have the same basis of, 
hey, I'm a free traveling man. I don't, you know, I don't mm-hmm. need to do this. And well, you do. <laughs> and it's a, <laughs> it's not a right. It's a privilege to drive a, a motor vehicle here in Nevada. And he just needs to get a license. And obviously he didn't learn. He was a, um, Deputy Lay informed me they had filmed an earlier segment with him and the Highway Patrol guy. Ah. It was it was it was kind of funny that he had stopped him <laughs> that uh, he had stopped him on Friday on the show and here we at it again. I mean, obviously he didn't learn. He didn't make any steps or any changes to attempt to get a new license or registration or anything. He just thinks he doesn't have to get it. Wow. <laughs> if he does this, like, so, can he be arrested for this? Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. If, I mean, if and he that, keeps doing it over and over and over. Well, and that's why we arrested, and that's why Deputy LA decided to arrest him. He's not, he's not learning. He's not learning. He's not changing the behavior. We we usually cite in lieu of arrest. I mean, we don't. Our jails, are, we're busy. Our jails right. packed always. So. Obviously, he's not getting the picture, so he can see the judge. He can talk to the judge about it. Oh, I didn't know he was and arrested. Think... Kelly, did you know he was arrested? Did we not see that? I don't. I don't recall that part. I didn't know he was arrested. Yeah. Yeah, we uh, deputy LA arrested him. I don't know if they showed it or not, but yeah, he went to jail. He, um, I think he's still in jail. Good. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I know they did court today. I don't know how many people they saw today. But yeah, he went to jail. I mean, he, oh, he was good. like I said, he was he was trying to intimidate us from arresting him, basically saying we couldn't arrest him and it was unlawful. And well, no, it's definitely lawful. And we had we did what we had to, you know, we did what we had to do. But yeah, it's cha- it makes it challenging. It, it really does. Right. I can only imagine. Because we saw two instances this weekend with you where we were a little frustrated. That was one. And then the woman who got her butt or the old man kicked her in the ass, as he said. The woman that ended up getting arrested because she had a warrant. (laughs) She was out in the parking lot of the market. Yeah. And I I don't know if you I don't know. I I haven't watched it yet. Um, I don't know how much they aired, but she was upset and then uh, we allowed her to call her mom and she goes yeah i'm getting arrested for uh the uh the fight i got into i think it was with her significant other and she left she never came back and she was basically trying to blame us for not telling her about a court date or something along those lines but she knew very she knew that she was she was wanted in some sort of form i mean she fled the scene on a domestic I, I don't know when the call was. I have no idea about that case, but she right. fled a domestic and she was the, the, the aggressor. So yeah, you're going to get a summons. You're going to get a warrant. You have and to then she called that. you. She's the one that called you, correct? <laughs> for this call. Yeah. She, she called us. <laughs> she, she, she called us and that just like said, nothing's routine. It goes to show. And she didn't want to press charges. we, you know, we verify who she is, and she's got a warrant, so she's got to go. She's got to go to jail. Yeah, that was a bad day for her. She got kicked <laughs> in the yeah, butt I, by an old dude, and then she went to jail. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, it's it's already hot out here. It's it's smoking hot. It's like 90 degrees already, and she's got, a, she's got three bags full of uh, groceries and produce. And, you know, I was worried about 
all of her food. That's a lot of money, you know. It's a couple That's what I said. Food, we were know? talking about this earlier on our recap show, and I said, I'm worried about the food. What happened to that food? <laughs> Did it just sit there and well, rot or what? Well, we got uh, the, the the people here at the, the supermarket, Smiths, were very, uh, very accommodating, and they uh, – they took all of her food inside till her. Uh, I think her mom came down and got her food in her quad and uh, and, and saved it for her, you know. And a couple hundred wait, dollars worth of food. To wait, some wait, 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 wait. Yeah, let's wait, back up. She was grocery shopping on a quad. <laughs> on a quad, yeah. And that, uh, that was that was unique. I've I've never seen it that way. Uh, she she had backpacks and she put the food in backpacks and she was transporting it on a quad. <laughs> Is that legal? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can you can pack it up. See, I mean, she she can't ride the quad on the roadway. She can ride it in the desert. Uh, I don't know where she lived, but there's uh, a. I mean, you, you'd have to. She'd have to get on a couple of roadways to make it out to the desert, of course. But yeah, she could ride it on the desert like that. That's fine. It's a she had it bungee down. It was very, it was very unique. That's a good word for it. It was a very unique uh, situation. We're, we're talking about a peeve of mine because my neighbors drive their quads on the streets all the time, and it annoys me. So that's why I had to ask if it was yeah. legal because it, it's not legal here, and they irritate me doing it constantly. Well, you can't. Yeah, you. you there's a couple things. They. They. You have to have a. You either have to have it registered or an o, there's a OHV sticker you have to buy from the DMV to yeah. ride it on the roadway now. So if, if they don't have one, they can't legally ride it on the roadway either. Right. We hmm. get a lot of we, – we, we look for quads and dirt. But we, gotta, we have a lot of people running dope on quads and dirt bikes. Ah. So our patrol division and, and the uh, plainclothes detectives are very active in looking for those – those types of vehicles because they they're doing other things and they they run from the police a lot we've uh we've had quite a few pursuits with quads and dirt bikes out here wow i never thought of that but it makes sense Me either yeah. <laughs> i'm it just does. thinking man i want i want to uh, well, i don't ride quads i'm you don't want one caleb please don't, I don't be that no, person I just, no please i don't, don't be that no person. No, I'm not. They well, scared it was very me. annoying. It was, it was funny because she, you know, she didn't have a license as well. And I told her, I was like, look, you can't, you can't, you can't ride this on the roadway. You don't have a license. She's like, oh yeah, I could ride it in the dirt. Well, her tires, they didn't have, they didn't have dirt on them. They were, they had, they were clean. They were uh-huh. the, 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 the thicker part of the tires clean. Which tells me she wasn't riding on the dirt. She's riding on the roadway. That's right. She was. I think she it was, was probably. It was probably you. You should have gone to jail then. <laughs> <laughs> she deserved to get yeah, in jail. Yeah, she had her warrant. I think she had enough for one day getting kicked by that old guy, and then you know having a, a warrant, and then her food, and I think it was a lot for her to deal with. So bad day for her. her. To, bummer. Bummer day. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, she she's having a rough one. Well, I want to know because I have a thing for the taser gun action on the show. That's like my favorite thing um, because I secretly want all criminals to be tased. And this is simply <laughs> this is simply because I accidentally tased myself once, so I know the pain. And 
I feel like that's a good way to just like, you know, (laughs) deal with some people. How often would you say you get to use your taser? (laughs) Um, you know, I've had some pretty, I've had some pretty hairy instances, probably a couple times a year. You know, I don't carry a baton or any of that normally. I I wear, I wear like a tactical vest and Mm -hmm. I literally, that's, I have a taser, um, I, I go I go hands on a lot. I I go hands on yeah. to use it. It's a lot of it's a lot of paperwork, and uh, <laughs> we try right. to avoid as much paperwork as we can in law enforcement. But uh, yeah, a couple times a year, not not too many. The patrol guys are the patrol guys are using it more because they have the Batman belt and they have all the cool gadgets and and stuff available right. to them. And they're going to they're usually going to the. Uh, the the more dynamic scenes first, mm-hmm. and uh, they're uh, they're they're putting that those situations a lot more than I am. See, that's that's the Maybe what I would, that's out. what I would want to do. I that's all I want to do. I just want to carry a taser. Just let me show up when you need backup where someone <laughs> needs to be tased. People with disrespectful mouths. Mm-hmm. People that just want to act a fool, people that are fighting. I'll just show yeah, up. But Kayla, there's paperwork involved. This would not I be a good job. I don't mind paperwork. Yeah. I don't mind paperwork because that's the only thing I'm going to do. <laughs> See, I'm not going to do anything else. No traffic stops, no homicide, no robbery, nothing. Just tasing people. That's what and I want to do. I'm more, I'm more with him. I want a hands on. I just want to punch somebody in the throat. See, so. and you know what? I can I can be a throat puncher. I'll be a throat puncher, but I don't want to I don't want to get fist to cuss with somebody on the dirt because then I'll mess up my clothes. <laughs> I can't, oh, I can't awesome. get dirty, you know. I don't like to, I don't like to glisten. I just want to body slam the hell out of somebody and beat the crap out of them, and I'm good. Yeah, you're gonna get dirty out here. <laughs> a couple of ladies here you're talking to. Can you tell? <laughs> Yeah, awesome. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's great. I, this is how. Yeah, this is a good way to wake up. Thank you. Exactly. See, exactly. You know what? We've been told that we that people actually enjoy waking up to us. They listen to our podcast, so <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful wake me up <laughs> to hear oh, a couple awesome. of chicks say inappropriate <laughs> things. <laughs> Um, I have a question. Did you get made fun of when you were a kid because of your last name? (laughs) My last name? You know, I'll tell you, I got, I, I do, I do have a, a a pre-law enforcement story about that. I did in middle school, you know, I had some kid, some kid making fun of me, trying to open for him and like PE and I, I, I punched him right in the face and literally that is the last time. I mean, aside of like my partners and people and people on the street being smart asses, but aside of that, right. I never really had the, I never got bullied from it. I, I, I was an athlete and I got, I, I dealt with those, my teammates and stuff, but you know, the, the one time it was malicious, I think I, I took, I, I got in trouble, but I took Good care of it. Good for you. I never heard the, uh, I never heard it in that light ever again. <laughs> It was pretty. Worked uh, out around. <laughs> worked, worked out, out around. right. That's right. And we That's have good. a cable company. I, I get that more. We have a cable company called Cox Communications. Oh, That's yeah. Huge. I've heard of that. 
So I everybody would give me shit and say, "Hey, you do you, you own the cable company and <laughs> you know and, and stuff like that." And I go, "Look, if I own the cable company, I would definitely not be working as a cop. <laughs> I'd be on a boat somewhere." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a heady. But uh, no, yeah. So it was a. Uh, it was a. Uh, it wasn't really challenging for me. I, I didn't, and I, I'm pretty. Uh, I make fun of a lot of things, so it wasn't really ever an issue for me. I was just, I was just curious about that, especially with you being a ginger. But I'm talking about, like you said, you were athletic, and obviously we know that you can wear. A well, beard, he's a so bearded gotta... ginger. He's only a yeah. ginger through his beard. His hair is brown, so yeah. he. I'm he, like, he, a, he can... I, they call me a daywalker from South Park. You know, I'm half. <laughs> they call me half ginger. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I can hide my gingerness if I don't have my beard. <laughs> he can decide, Kayla. He makes that decision. <laughs> well, I, I make that well, choice. Bring back the beard. <laughs> Damn it, woman! I know. I want. To. I'm sick of shaving. It's it's too much work. It's too much oh, work I to get imagine. up and shave. I can Don't imagine. I do you know miss it. that. I like not waking up and shaving. It's it was good. Yeah, I bet. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I have a, I have a couple. We have a couple of um, Donna. Do you didn't answer ask your question because I bet he's got an amazing okay. story. So I have a standard question that I ask anyone in law enforcement that comes on our show, and the reason I ask this is because we have been, we now we're privy to things that you guys have to deal with. I never knew the gross things that you have to deal with, like people that hide things in, you know, their orifices and the poop stories and the pee stories. We didn't, I did this never dawned on me that human beings behave this way. So my standard question is, what is the grossest thing that you have ever had to deal with? Um, oh man, there's so many. Uh, <laughs> well, I work, I work a lot of, I work a lot of dope and I, I mean, just a, a blanket answer I can, I can tell you right now is women can hide things in their their private area that, you know, you'd be amazed. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I had a... We never knew that. I had a... I didn't know that okay, before. I, I, had a, I had a case where I was working um, a, a, a drug house and I had a female suspect and basically I ended up arresting her and her basically informant told me they witnessed her put a quarter pound of methamphetamine in her. <laughs> oh my God. So oh my God. Yeah. I arrest her for being high and I tell her, I know the dope's in there and she's lying. She's, no, no, no. The dope's not in there. Dope's not in there. So I have a female officer take her down to the jail and they strip her out. And basically they do a, a strip search and they usually get the drugs that way. So the female cop <laughs> contacts me and she says, hey, can't find the drugs. So I, I call up the informant again. Like, are you sure? You are, did, did you see her? Put, look, she put it in there right before you walked up to the car. I said, okay. So I get a search warrant for her vagina. And I, I have the female officer transport her to the hospital. And literally, she lied all the way until the doctor 
was literally going to go in and take it out. And she said, all right, I'll do it. And she took it out, and it was just all the. I felt so bad. For, I I bought her a couple beers after. <laughs> I felt so bad for her. It was a. She. It was all bloody and nasty and, and uh, disgusting. Gross. She came out with like this quarter pound of meth. But that it is, just goes to show how the addiction runs rapid. You know, I mean, she hit it. She hit it all the way to the end. And made me get that a is a prime warrant. example of throwing a hot dog down a hallway. That is just <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And I, 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 how does that even? There was an echo. There was an echo in the room when she got when she pulled that thing out. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm still amazed by it. I'll, I'll never forget that. That that those images are burning in my mind forever. Ugh, well, thanks for yeah. sharing that. Now they're in ours. You know. That's awesome. I figured that would That's wake an you awesome up. That's an awesome story. That's an awesome ghost story. <laughs> it is. It's it's a lot. It's a lot better than the you know the popping corpses and stuff that we got a couple of people. People that kind of misunderstood my question and it went dark for a minute. And so then we hear about a suicide, and we've heard about. And I'm like, wait, let me clarify. I meant gross, not tragic. <laughs> That's not, yeah, that's I, I mean, I, I could tell you about the track. I mean, I've seen, I've had so many, so many of those, but that is the most, that's the most burning image that comes to my mind when I think of disgusting. And no, that, that's that the is top it. one we've gotten so far. That's the, t- I think that's the top one. Denver Leverett <laughs> told us a story about, about a guy. uncapped syringe. A woman took it, had an uncapped syringe up her hoo-ha. And, <laughs> oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. And he also. Was a story about a guy that had the runs and was throwing feces at him, <laughs> but I really believe that. this one. Yeah, I think this one tops the gross thing. I'm, I mean, talking, it's a qu- it's a uh, half a pound. Is it a half a pound or a quarter pound? Quarter pound. Okay, quarter pound. Still a quarter pound. A quor- That's four yeah, ounces. Quarter, quarter, no, quarter quarter ounce. Sorry, quarter ounce. Oh, a quarter ounce. Oh, quarter ounce. okay. Wow. It's still a large, a large amount. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, nasty, nasty woman. <laughs> nasty. Yeah, if she could get four ounces up there, that would be, that would, that would definitely. There's definitely probably some money in that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my question is about Deputy Ramos. <gasps> yes, we have been trying to get him on our show as well, and he does not want to do it. That's because Why? he's shy. He said he told he's him don't. Shy. He's shy. He doesn't like doing um, interviews. But I really wanted him to come on the show, and um, I I'm think I can help away. with that. Okay, well, we would appreciate it. I think I can help with that. He's a uh, yeah. I'm real good friends with him. I'm actually, I'll see him tonight. We're gonna go watch the uh, the hockey game. The the oh, gold night. Oh, oh yeah. Our our team is in the Stanley Cup. So. Oh, that's- uh, I love. I see. I'm hockey, but see, I'm a um, Chicago fan, and followed uh, by Kings and Bruins. I love the Blackhawks. Okay, so I'm a Floridian. I don't even know what y'all are talking about, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to give him shit tonight. I'm I'm gonna see him, so I'll 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 tell him I'll tell him he needs to come on the show. And, yeah, and, because and you know it's it's just gonna it's gonna be a fun time, and then Donna can have her little like you know girly moment, and I'll. <laughs> <laughs> the the googly moment, yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, I think that's important. I you know what I do too. 
She's the last one she we, had was over Deputy Garrow Brown. Now you should have heard that one. She had little nicknames for him and everything. So uh, she has this like uh, this, this is harmless. <laughs> harmless. That's awesome. Y'all don't need to be getting me in trouble with my husband. This is harmless fun. <laughs> Your husband knows how you are, honey. He may he pretend does. like he doesn't, but he, he does. does. Know. You could get you could get Deputy Ramos pretty flustered pretty quick. Oh, I think you guys will have fun with that. Oh, <laughs> we now we're talking. You got to tell him I said that too. Twitter. We will. You got to tell him I said that. Twitter, and I'm like, I wonder if he. It's because of my tweets. Maybe that's why he, he doesn't want to come on the show because my tweets no, are kind of. It's not because of that. It's not because of that. He's shy. Twitter. Maybe it's because he can tell I'm not. Or we're not shy people. Maybe we scared him that way. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we'll get we'll get him on here. We'll get him on. Okay, here. awesome. And you know what? Pass along to Sheriff Worley that I want her on here too because I'm all about the the girl power. Oh, cool. So, that would be yeah, a kick back thing for you. Yeah, she's awesome to talk to. I, I'm sure she'd do it. Oh, awesome. Okay. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I mean, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, we, it's it's fun. funny because we were talking about, we said, we're going to have to read him first before we go into this. So we know, you know, if we can be funny or not. <laughs> because one time we were throwing our best stuff and it was just like, ah, ah, the whole dead, dead silence. Yes. Yeah, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. And it was like, no, he, is... it was. <laughs> that was tough. Got, that was tough. It was tough. It was tough. <laughs> yeah, it's like talking to a wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. and and the thing and the funny thing was is he's like a super nice guy. I mean, he really he's a super nice guy. Yeah, you got you got to ask Ramos. You got to ask Ramos about uh, why he always says he's forty four years old. It's, it's, a, it's <laughs> like a, it's a it's the catchphrase from our department. He uh, I, I ran a task force, and he was on my task force last year, and we worked very long hours. We worked probably every day. 15 hours a day, you know, for <laughs> seven weeks. And he'd, we'd go do a warrant. We'd do warrant after warrant getting stolen property back. We re- we recovered like 900 pieces of stolen property and got a whole oh, bunch wow. of drugs and stuff. And Ramos, uh, he, every time we'd go out again, he'd be like, man, I'm 44 years old. I can't be out here doing this all night. <laughs> So you have to give him shit about that. You have to ask him about that. That's funny. Wait, does he have like any fun little nickname or something? Because we learned in Jeffersonville, um, Sergeant Leverett, his partner, um, Officer O'Neill, they called Tommy Bubblicious. (laughs) Bubblicious. Oh, that's great. I wish. No, literally everybody, when they see Ramos, they don't even say hi to him. They just go, man, I'm 44 years old. <laughs> so that's kind of his nickname. I, I wouldn't really know how to word that, but I mean, yeah, that's literally, that's hilarious. That's his phrase. I, I mean, did a perfect job right then. And he's and he 45 the, he now. The, so you got the Bronx we were, accent in there too. That's great. Yeah, we were we refused to call him 45. He's 44 in our in our hearts. So <laughs> he's staying 44, and that his his phrase is staying. So. That is so funny. <laughs> That's one of well, those, they, I'm getting too old for this shit things, but yeah, I'm he's like, he, he is the Danny Glover of our department. That is so <laughs> That's great. See, Donna is the Danny Glover of our podcast. <laughs> hey, 
there's always got to be a Riggs and there's always got to be a Glover, you know? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Sorry, Doug. Really? There's always got to be a Riggs and there's always got to be a Glover. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. It's good to know. It's like, it's, it's like a fire and ice. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love you, Donna. Feel so good. Yeah, you make me feel great. Okay. <laughs> I I feel d- domestic is going to happen when I hang up. <laughs> Possibly. It's really a good thing we're in different states. It's actually it's yeah, a good uh-oh. thing. <laughs> yeah. She she loves me. She loves me. I'm the little sister that she never knew she wanted. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks so much for doing this. It was yes, so much fun. You were a lot of fun. It was. You'll have yeah, to come no back problem. when you guys do something really big on the show or something. You'll have to come back and Absolutely. fill us in, and then we can laugh some more and ask more ridiculous questions. Absolutely. I like it. Yeah, we got some good stuff coming up. We got a, some good, a good pursuit that's going to air, and a, we got a, a guy that slammed into a, a parked car in a parking lot. That's pretty good. Oh, wow. So we got, we got some really good, exciting stuff that's going to be playing soon. And I awesome. think I'll be back on the show on Saturday. I think I'll be oh, back cool. Saturday. Good. Yeah. That's and awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. I appreciate it. No, thank you. It's an All honor right. to come on the show and, and, and do it for you guys. So cool. Awesome. Yeah. I'll, uh, yeah. Keep keep uh, keep keep hammering Ramos, and I'll I'll talk to him tonight. So okay. <laughs> you awesome. Got to get him on here. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thanks so much. Bye, Take ladies. Care. Thank you. Have Bye. a great day. Well, guys, that's the end of this week's podcast. We hope you found it as entertaining as it was for us talking about it. So until next week, remember to always smile. It increases your face value. Bye, y'all.